Welcome to another edition of the Stoutcast podcast. Bob Moffitt, along with my brother from another mother, Todd Moffitt, and our third brother, Joey Gonzalez. And we are at the California Brewers Festival, hosted by the Point West Rotary Club in Sacramento. It is a huge event here at Discovery Park. We have tents as far as the eye can see. Tim Davidson is the event chair. Tim, tell us a little bit about the event. We're celebrating our 25th anniversary. We're the very first Brewfest in Northern California. This has been a well-attended event for 25 years. It's enduring, and the reason it's enduring is it's the end of the year event, it's a capstone, and it's a whole lot of fun. 100% of the money goes to charity. We are an all-volunteer organization, and uh, every dime we make goes right back into the community to help kids, local what kids. What are the charities that are receiving money this year? The two primary charities are Running for Rhett and Weave, and then there's about 25 other local charities that also receive money that uh, apply for grants. In the last 12 months alone, we've donated over $200,000 back into the community. And so far, your favorite stout is? Well, it still is a Campfire Stout from Highwater. All right, we will head there uh, as soon as we can. Tim, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Onward we go, gentlemen. We didn't have to go far before we found the Jackrabbit Brewing Company and Jacob Brendler, who's pouring an oatmeal stout. We have run into Jacob previously and Jackrabbit, but Jackrabbit had run out of their stout. So they've got the oatmeal here, and Jacob's going to tell us all about it. What's in it, and why do we like it? All right, so uh, this is an oatmeal stout, uh, something that uh, we kind of have a base beer. It's an English style. Uh, this one is kind of unique, though. Uh, we have a really good relationship with the guys over at Temple Coffee. Um, so this uses Temple Coffee and a little bit of vanilla bean pods. Uh, yeah, man. Um, but besides that, I mean, we're also just a big fan of dark beers in general. Uh, we use a fair bit of kind of unique malts in this. Uh, I want to say there's like six or seven different ones in here. Uh, the highlight of this really is a uh, Patagonia malt, which is imported from Chile. Uh, I believe it's Patagonia 190, which is just a really nice high-end malt. Uh, sorry, man. Nature's down. Sound Stoutman, nicely done. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting actually. So we got two beers here today. We got the uh, the peach pale and the stout, and we assumed the peach pale was going to be more popular, but the stout has been holding its own kind of all day, which is interesting. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah, right, man. We're part of a revolution, gentlemen. Yeah, I know. I mean, enjoy I, it. I'm like a little bit excited. I mean, I know your thing is called like stout. A little bit more. Yeah. Your thing is called like Stoutcast, right? Yes, sir. So like, I mean, I guess yeah, the stout kind of makes sense to you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he's multitasking. All right. So, you heard yeah. what's in it, gentlemen. You've had a sample. What do we think? I like it. It's got a nice it's got a nice start to it. It's a little thin maybe. Yeah, it's a thin, yeah. But I'm catching the coffee. It's what's the alcohol content on it? Uh five and a half. Oh, it's five and a half. So you know, it's it's pretty lean. Um, you're not looking at like an imperial, like imperial stout motor oil kind of thing. Um, there's always the decision of like, did we want to bring something that was, you know, dark to a day where it's I mean, it's kind of humid. Maybe it's because we're under a tent, but it, it's and a little right bit next humid. To a river. Yeah, that is also true. But um, you know, to the same extent, it, it's light enough that it kind of works. It's definitely in that iced coffee sort of zone right now. So, that's iced coffee, I think. That's pretty yeah, much nailed. Iced coffee, yeah. yeah. That's like a cold brew. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Shout out to Temple, too. Like, they've always been just super cool with us. Uh, we have a new project coming out with them in October, by the way. So, where is it available? Uh, this one will be, uh, it'll be in package. This new, this new beer that we're doing with Temple, it'll be in package. Uh, Rayleigh's Nuggets, Whole Foods, Safeway, take your pick, bottle shops in every corner. Any idea what it's going to look like? Uh, what, how do you mean? Like the labeling, the packaging. Um, it'll actually probably be pretty similar to a Temple coffee bag. We've done it before and it's sort of a play off the Temple bag that's really clean white. We pair colors and we use the same fonts, but it'll be pretty. All right, Todd, your thoughts? I like it. It's uh, it's it's perfect for a day like this. Hot day. Uh, I don't want a motor oil stout on a day like today. Uh, it's 90 degrees down here. Uh, but this is uh, nice, refreshing. Definitely got the big coffee flavor from Temple coming through. Um, you know, low out, relatively low alcohol percentage beer. I could drink this all day. I don't know such a thing as a Motorola stout. I love any kind of stout, but this is uh, this is great. I'm with Ty. I, I think uh, it's light, it's refreshing, it is perfect. A great starter starter stout right here on a day like this. Um, I think of it as a cold brew. All right, I, I like it. It's a little thin, but again, it's very refreshing. I've had multiple sips off of it. I gotta give it a, a good to very good. I mean, very good. You? Uh, I, I would say, uh, I would say they're very good. I would, uh, I would echo those comments from both of you. Excellent, very good, good, fair, poor, wouldn't feed it to the uh, between Between good and very good. All right, there we go. That's our first. It's not going to be our last. Let's go find number two. All right, so Yolo Brewing Company went through their peanut butter and jelly. 50-50 ran out of theirs. And Knee Deep Brewing went through their stout as well so we're looking for number two hey we found one we just ran into three different brewers that were already out of their stouts because they couldn't keep them they just ran out yeah how are you guys doing doing all right we are uh, almost we're getting close to kicking it um outlaw milk stout one of our number one flagships we actually have one more medal than left hand in major competitions so meaning that we have one more medal than the people who produced it in the u.s first so that's a pretty big honor. Uh, World Beer Cup medal too, not like a little, you know, Joe Schmo's beer competition, major kind of competition. Joe beer Cup medal. So yeah. this is John Fernoli with Great Basin Brewing Company. So what are we about to sample here? So you're tasting our outlaw milk stout. It's gonna have nice rounded edges on it, but it's still a good amount of black patent malt in there. So you're getting that nice roasted flavor, but it's also mulling it out very much so with that lactose. We put a generous amount of lactose in there so that we're getting rounded edges on our milk stouts. The way I like to describe this beer is basically it's the milk chocolate to Guinness's dark chocolate. So when we talk about this beer, my favorite thing to do is ladies in grocery stores that sell, or have like five bottles of Chardonnay in their cart and I'm tasting beers and they go, oh, I want the light one. I tell them light is just the absence of dark by definition. It's not a flavor. So this flavor is coffee with a little bit of cream in it. It's, it's condensed milk with espresso. It's gonna be more along the lines of coffee flavor. And believe it or not, you actually turn people's opinions on stouts because of that fact that it's rounded. It's not that sharp, dry Irish stout that everybody's used to. John, we love you. Thank yeah, you. I, I love you too, because you describe it perfectly. I mean, that's exactly the kind of stuff that I like to drink. Something, yeah. something more. Uh, you know, when I'm having coffee, I'll put a little bit more extra cream, and, yeah. and I can feel that. I can, you know, when it goes down, it's really, it's really soft. I mean, very, very. And you described a milky chocolate, you know, like a milk, milk chocolate, chocolate 
flavor to it, I, or finish to it. I can, I can taste that. Yeah, rounded edges. That's what we're looking for. It's just nice, mellow beer. I really like the beginning of it. At the end, it kind of trails off and has a little bit of acidity to it. Is that from the coffee or what's up? Uh, there's no coffee actually in it. It's just the roast of the malt. All right, roast of the malt. Yep. All right. What's the ABV? ABV is 5.4. Uh, Five what? Five four. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's above any traditional but, style, which is around four, four, four five. Well, you wouldn't think that with as as much as you've got here. Yeah. yeah. It drinks very light. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It, it does taste, but I you would expect a bigger uh, ABV or a higher ABV, you know, based on the flavor, based on the the, the what's going on in here. Exactly. All right. I like. I love the beginning. I love the creaminess of it. The aftertaste is a little off-putting. It just makes me want to have another sip, so I, I still I like it a lot. I uh, I, I got to go. I think I got to go very good. I like it better than the last one. I think a little bit. So I'm gonna go straight very good. You, Todd? I'm gonna go very good. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I I, I, I appreciate the alcohol percentage. And by the way, of my four or five episodes of doing this with you, that is the best description I've heard yet of of how to round out a stout and why you'd want to round out a stout and getting people to drink stouts yeah. that don't typically go that way. That was that was great. That was, yeah. That's my typical tagline. Like, yeah. Dark is not a flavor. It's a color. Yeah. yeah that's great. It's just the, the absence of light. That's all it is by definition. It's like saying the blue tastes so good today. All right. Where is this, uh, Joey? Wow, you... I'm going to go with the very good as well. I like his description about it. It's just, just the same as as Todd was mentioning, and I like uh, how he says, you know, the, the idea of bringing people over to, to stouts. This is, a, this is, I mean, would be a good way to, you know, to, to enter. If so, if someone's looking to start with a stout, I mean, this this is a great start. Is this package, is it oh, yeah, available? So uh, Bevmo, Total Wine, uh, what's it look like? What's the packaging so people can see it? I don't have any on me right now. Well, you brew it your room. Hold on. Oh, oh, that was tragic. The look of shock and dismay at the spilled stout is really. That's what it looks like. Oh, it's got a bandit on it. It's a brown label with a bandit and the Great Basin logo and the Outlaw Milk Stout in yellow and white. Now, here's a little fun fact. So, years ago, I used to make television commercials and. Uh, your boss is Tom, the yeah. owner. Yeah, I used to shoot those television commercials. The beer, the margarita ones. The margarita the, the, ones. With ah, the, those crazy hombres. With, yes, with the guy. There was one that were in the boxing ring. Yeah. And then they knocked each other out or something ridiculous. I shot that. Ah. I wrote that and shot that. So a little, yes, little that, trip back, awesome. in, back in the past. A great basic brewing company. I actually tell Tom, I actually talk about those ads still. Well, there you go. They Let's worked. See. They were super effective. Well, tell Tom I said hi. I That's will, Great Basin sure. Brewery. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet you. All right. So we have stumbled onto the New Holland Brewing Dragon's Milk White, which we have not sampled previously. We have sampled the Bourbon Barrel Aids in a previous episode. I think we've actually reviewed uh, two different varieties of yours. So what are we looking at here? We're looking at the Dragon's Milk White Stout Barrel Aged. Uh, six percent alcohol. Okay, uh, that's Eric Hartz. He's going to pour us some. So the can is uh, a white vanilla color, six percent alcohol. Smooth, creamy, and legendary. And where is this available? I haven't seen this. This is a new. Is this a new variety? You're only going to find this in uh, just, a little, just bottle shops and maybe Total Wine and Bevmo at this point. 
This is new. New to the market. Bourbon barrel aged white stout. Yeah. I haven't heard of such a thing. Is this a new thing? It's brand new. Yeah, it's probably it's probably only about six months old now, maybe to a year, but uh, really smooth, really rich, and delicious. So how do you make it without it being brown? <laughs> it's based on uh, the malts, uh, lighter malts. Different this is going to be dark, darker malts are going to be roastier. These are going to be lighter malts. That's how you get. That's how you get the color of it. Wow! Total mind blow. All right, what do we think? I had a white stout a couple months ago. It's the first one I had. This one is not as good as that one, but um, this is this is interesting. I like it. I'm I'm not. I don't, yeah, I don't hate it. I, well, that's good. That's good. I like it. I like it as well too. I'm curious though, what that me and Todd were talking a little off mic there about that that first that first there's something. What is it? That first flavor. It, it's like almost caramel like. Brewed with the finest caramels and barrel aged to create a wonderful surprise, a white stout with flavors of oak, vanilla, cocoa, and a hint of bourbon. I, I was right for once. It's vanilla. I Lux said luxuriously designed with a velvet like richness and distinguished flavor. I started like uh, saying like a caramel like, but maybe more, more now that I've had on a second sip, it's more like on. The, the butterscotch end, you know? Yeah. I just yeah. it's you know what? It's refreshing. It's definitely not like any other stout you'll ever have. No, no. And because of the color, you can't expect it to be, I don't think. No. You know, for what they're promising, it's a total new realm. I've I've never I've, had something like this. I've gotta before. go I've gotta go good to very good, Joey. Yeah, I'm gonna go with good for sure. Um, I think between good and very good is is, is is on point. Um, I'm curious because yeah, of the sweetness on it. I don't know how long, how many of these I can have uh, in a row. <laughs> Not that I want to have a lot, but but maybe one, two, and then that's. Tops. But it's only six percent. Only six percent. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you could, you know, you could you could drink a few of them on a day like today. Um, I'm gonna go with good. Yeah. I'll just I'll leave it at that. Okay. It's we're certainly glad to have uh, participated yeah. and uh, run into this. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Tell, tell me about the one you had before. I can't remember the name of it. I, it but it was light like that, but it tasted like like a milk. I mean, you if you'd have blindfolded me, I'd have said I'm drinking something really dark. It was really weird. All right. We have stumbled into Joey Gonzalez's favorite, favorite, favorite stout. It's High Water Brewing. It's the Campfire. And we've got Dave Kino here who's going to tell, while he's pouring, he's going to tell us a little bit about it. Campfire Stout, it's the s'mores beer. We actually brew it with marshmallow and graham cracker, and it's brewed to taste like a s'more. Uh, it's our flagship beer. We sell more Campfire than anything else that we make. And uh, it's, it's a great beer. We, we've passed this up before because Steve wasn't here, but Dave's going to help us out. So can we get a can we get a couple samples? You sure can. We have lost Todd Moffat. The uh, the vortex of terror has soaked him up. So I already know what Joey's going to go rank this. So Joey, uh, when did you first have Campfire Stout? Uh, I'd say about a year ago, I think. As, as early as, 
Um, first time I had it was um, here in Sacramento. The bank had just opened up, yep. right? And it yep. was uh, off the, you know, on the tap. First time it hit my hit my lips. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they, they offer a nitro there, and personally myself, I love the beer on nitro. I, it's so smooth and so creamy. Now talk about that. I mean, can you what's the, the difference between what you're pouring here and then the nitro? The put the process and what the, what's produced with that in that process. Well, we offer it in CO2 and nitro. Some people prefer it not on nitro, and some people prefer it on nitro. But the process is one is uh, in the bright tank. We charge it with CO2. With nitro beer, we do it with nitro instead of CO2. And what does that do to the what does that do to the, to the nitro, beer? Nitro it, it, it makes it creamier and smoother. The nitrogen bubble is a lot smaller than a CO2 bubble. So it just comes out creamier. Uh, some people think that it's not as carbonated, but generally speaking, most nitro beers are kind of that way. Well, it does come out smoother and creamier, but I've had this, I bought it, I'll buy it in a can, and it's fantastic in a can. Yeah, we switched over to cans in May. We, we still do the 22-ounce bomber, but we switched to cans, or we added cans, I should say, in May. And so far, it's been a huge success. People are really wanting cans now. And uh, sold as a four-pack. Can I mention where it's sold at? Yeah, please. Uh, Rayleigh's Bel Air, uh, BevMo, Total Wine, Nugget Market are the biggest areas that, that have the cans right now. All right. So on CO2, I, I would imagine it would be smoother yes. still on nitro. But on CO2... It's still pretty darn good. I mean, it's got a nice. I don't get overwhelmed by you know marshmallows and I'm not a I'm not crazy about s'mores really. So, but I like the flavoring and it, I think it delivers what it promises. I, I got to give it a I got to give it a very good. Yeah, I, I to me the nitro is an excellent. This is a very good, very good to me uh, because as you said, Bob. I mean, you you guys uh, it you deliver you know on your promise. It, it I can taste the malt. I can taste the chocolate, the marshmallow. It's like a, I mean, it's a dessert. Yeah, yeah. It's won two gold medals uh, 2014 at the GAB Up, which is uh, America's biggest beer fest competition. So we won a gold medal in 2014 for Campfire Scout and then repeated again in 2016. But yeah, it's done well. State Fair does well. It always does any beer competition. We're always doing, at least in the top five with that beer, if not gold, silver, or bronze. All right, well, Todd's coming back over, and I'm going to hand this off to you because the right uh, glasses out of my glasses just flew out onto what the ground. The so I've got to repair. So can you pour him a sample in his cup? Do you have a... Uh, do you have... No, 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 that's... that's very good. <laughs> do you have a, something to put them back together? Uh, my thumb. Did you find the screw? Yes, it's still okay. in there. This is the kind of riveting podcast material that sells sells millions and millions of copies. All right, try it. I got to get a uh, some video of you uh, putting these back together. Sometimes we go. <laughs> it's going from a, a uh, style cast to uh, how do we repair a a pair of glass, okay. eyeglasses? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to offend. I've had this before. I'm just I'm just not a fan. 
and I just don't, I just don't like the sweet. That's okay. We, we, owe, it, just, we owe it a review. I understand, but it's just not my, of, it's not my gig. Time. That's okay. Yeah. Go ahead and, so, go ahead and appreciate give what you're doing. Give it a whirl. We are honest, if nothing else, my friend. What's? I mean, I don't want to rank it. It's just not my thing, man. I can't rank it. <laughs> Try the cucumber colch. Actually, I will. <laughs> so we're going to uh, Stoutcast. <laughs> Todd's begging off. I'm begging off of that stout. I'm sorry. Don't make me do this, man. <laughs> we want you on that wall. We need you on that wall. Well, here's the thing, and here's the thing, because everybody's got a different talent, right? Yeah. And so, for, oh, him, now that. for him to say that's not, for him to say that's not his thing, that's fine, because people are going to review, they're going to look at different podcasts, and they're going to see what his flavor profile is, and then they're going to know whether, if they agree with him or not, if they agree with him, then they're going to, okay, that's not for us, but if they really like what he likes, then they're going to go, okay, hey, that's something for us. So, so yeah, so he's, uh... He's standing in line to get beer today, even though we can go behind the tent and get beer. I mean, he's, I don't know what's wrong with him. It's got to be the last name, right? It's what's, the, what's the last name? Moffat. So we, we have the same last name. We're not, we don't think we're related. He hasn't done the DNA test yet, though. You should. I, yeah. All right. The glass Somehow I wound up in between here. But I got to say, this is my favorite stout. I mean, this is the first, this is where I go to. We, we hear that a lot. And if we don't bring Campfire Stout to a brew fest, people actually get upset. If you were here and you didn't have a campfire stout, I would, I'd be, yes. I mean, I'd throw be, a riot. There'd be a riot. It could be over 100 degrees and people still want to drink that beer. That's me. I'll be right there. First first in line. This, right. on the other hand, is, I know it's not the Kolsch Kals. I've never had anything like this. It's good. All right. I think we're back we're, online. Uh, maybe. We'll see for how long. All right. Onward and upward, Dave. Thank you so much. You're, we appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Thanks for coming by, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, have a good day. You too. Alright, so we have found East Brother Brewing, and this was the highlight of the Brew Fest in downtown Sacramento last April. It was so nice to do that. Thank you. It was so nice of you to highlight us. We appreciate it a lot. Well, you make honor. a damn fine beer. Thank you. Thank so you. <laughs> this is Chris Coomber. What do we have? What's in it? Uh, um, a lot of dark malts. Uh, yeah, we got some dark malts. It's all English ingredients. We got English, all English yeast, uh, East Kent Golding hops. Uh, oatmeal. I got oats. I got a quarter of it is golden oats. Uh, I got nine per, about nine percent of it is an oat bill of, of my grain bill's oats. One quarter of that nine percent is, is golden oats. The rest is just regular rolled oats. Uh, that's about it. Uh, anything different now? Do you remember what we reviewed in April? It was something. Was, was it oatmeal? Was it the same thing? Same exact beer. It's the same beer. We're going to come out with a Russian Imperial Stout later this year. Really? That'll be our next stout. All right. Tell me about the Russian Imperial because they haven't I, had a chance to review it, so I'll have them judge it. It's not. We haven't. We haven't done it yet. It's coming out later this year. Part of our freighter series, a rotating series that we do uh, with kind of a, like a bigger beer series. So we're going to do a Russian Imperial Stout later this year. I'm looking forward to it, but it's not even the recipe is not even finalized yet. Is this oatmeal stout? Is this a year-round brew? 
is a year-round brew. Yeah, this oatmeal stout we have in cans year-round. It's one of our kind of five or six core beers. We open with it as one of our beers, and we're really proud of it. It's, it's a very kind of light, crisp, drier stout. It's a stout you can drink a pint of it on a hot day and, and not feel like it's too big. Right, so, I, can, I, I can taste that. I can taste that. It's really nice. It's, uh, it's refreshing. What's the, what's the ABV on it? It's about five and a half, something like that. Yeah. Good choice. A lot of the yeah. breweries are going to five and a half yeah, today. It's another another very easy drinking stout on a hot day. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's nothing nothing outstanding about it, but it's but it's just very good. I, I'd buy this. I think you just gave it a grade. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know it's very it's straightforward. Some people might say it's one note, but the notes the notes are pretty darn good. I've already ranked it, Joey. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It is a very darn good note. I mean, you, you, it, it hits, it gets right to the point. No, uh, no special. I mean, no special design in it. You know what you're getting in this, in this stout. Um, very refreshing. Perfect to be serving on a day like this. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it a very good as well. Hey, we got a gold medalist here in the state fair. And the reason I gave it an excellent was because of, of how of how it finishes. We don't have that chalky oatmeal burnt whatever thing that a lot of oatmeals have. It's so smooth and so clear. It just tastes clear. I don't know what a better word for it. So yeah, that's it, there is some bitterness up front. I'm super, you're okay with that though. I'm, up, I'm okay with it up front, yeah. but it's finished is so nice. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's like but, reverse. Yeah, no, I, I like the bitterness, but I can see where if you didn't yeah. like any of that. Yeah. It's just, I would say it's, it's just a hint. It's just, it's a, just hint. a hint, just a little pinch, and just enough to kind of get you to, you know, to uh, let's finish this thing up. And it's, uh, it's I think it. I'm with you, Bob. It finishes very, very clean. All right. So when we when we do the Imperial, you're going to have us down. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Love to have you down for that. All right. That's Chris Coomer with these Brother Brewery. Thank you, sir. Good to see you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks sure. so much, guys. Thank you. All right. So we hit East Brother and Jack Rabbit. Who else? Is it high water? They're high, high water, 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 right? And there's oh. another one. Oh, oh, who does the, the, uh, the, the New Holland? The New Holland vanilla. New Holland. Okay. What was our uh, What was our favorite? Well, I'll take Campfire out. No, just go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Campfire. I, you know, East Brothers is pretty good. The second one that we went to right after. I can't remember what it, I can't remember it. That was dumb. We didn't. Uh, oh, talk oh you know what? Great Basin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're out yeah. of Reno. Yeah. So. Oh, great. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah I, great Basin was really good. They were they very were, good. Yeah. I, I'd have to say Great Basin was yeah, probably actually, my, was probably my favorite. Yes, I would go with that. All right. Yeah. Well, kudos to Great Basin and Tom. We got in a boxing ring with gloves while I while I shot him. <laughs> yeah, the amazing people you run into. So I think that's going to do it for another episode of the Stoutcast podcast because everybody else has run out of beer. So we want to thank well, we want to thank you for joining all us. This kind of beer, <laughs> all the good kind. Oh yeah, the only kind that matters. That's right. So we want to thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.